He's the person behind the wildly popular Charleston-based blog, Holy City Center. It debuted in August 2011 and has grown to become the most popular local blog in Charleston, winning City Papers, Best Local Twitter Feed, and Best Local Interest Blog for the past six years. This is Christian Singer. This is when you say hello. I was waiting for you. <laughs> I didn't know. Hey, what's going on? Thanks for having me. So, do you remember the first time we met? I don't think I remember the first time we met. That really hurts. Um, I was trying to think of this the other day because I don't even remember how we uh, connected. I, I feel like we connected through other people. So we met 2013, Spring Jam. You recognized me, which is weird because <laughs> okay. nobody knows who I am. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you were really sweet. You were like you were one of my first followers. That's right. You were. That's true. Uh, I do vaguely remember that now. It was a while ago. And that's also the first time I met our mutual friend Box, too, mm-hmm. was at Spring Jam that year. Um, same kind of thing. He was just like, hey, you're going to be at this thing. Come say hi to me. And uh, yeah, so that was a special that was special. Yeah. I, that's when I first met him, too. There you go. You know? Perfect. So, I start all the podcasts with this song. Or this song. Jesus, Lord. Let me drink some more coffee. <laughs> this first question. Uh, what is your earliest memory of music? Oh, wow. Um, my parents were always playing music. Um, like, Saturdays and Sundays, they would, like, clean the house or do whatever. And they would have, you know, records playing. Um you know whatever they were into so i mean i don't remember specifics i just remember them always having music on mm-hmm. um especially during those times um and then i i you know i vaguely remember i had my own little uh like record player mm-hmm. but it wasn't for like you remember those like those really thin like paper thin records you could get no. so all right so i remember <laughs> <laughs> you're like a year younger than me right what do you Oh, I keep forgetting you're older than me. Yeah, I always feel like I'm older bit. than you because <laughs> I'm uh, more mature. That well, that is for sure. <laughs> um, I had like a kids' record player, uh-huh. and so it wasn't like meant for real vinyl. But you could go like McDonald's back then had like once in a while they would do like a Happy Meal, and there'd be like a record in it. But it, it was like a a very thin, very 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 thin vinyl, like paper thin vinyl. Hmm. And it, but it would work on these record players. So I remember those and and having like. Um, you know, some kids, maybe it was like Mickey Mickey Mouse or something like that or whatever. But So those are probably like, I remember very distinctly having those. Apparently you don't, but I'm a little sad about that. You don't no, remember I don't, those. We'll have I've to look it up after. Would you say Mickey Mouse is still your favorite artist? Probably, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, his old stuff, classic. The new stuff right? is a little too adventurous. Uh, <laughs> no, no, I, th- I mean, I love Mickey, but, you know, he's not, not my favorite anymore. So what are you listening to right now? Um, I mean, I this this is always when people ask me who my favorite artist is, this can go one of two ways. <laughs> but my favorite band of all time is the Dave Matthews Band, and uh, so I'm always listening to them. I've seen them like 40 times mm-hmm. since like '98, and just a, I've been obsessed with them forever. But yeah, there's a lot of people who just that turns them off immediately. Um, yeah. Not every and that's you're <laughs> one of them. So, well, you know he was nominated for a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame this year. I think it was his first time he was nominated. They were, yeah, but um, they didn't make the cut even though they were the they won the popular fan vote. And they did not make it despite that. So yeah. it's a little sad. And I understand that you disagree, but 
I've, I don't know. I've just always had a hard time getting into Dave. I did love his solo Some Devil album. It was very good. Um, but I used, that was back in the day when I used to smoke a lot of pot. <laughs> which, I'm sorry if my parents listened to this. But <laughs> <laughs> it was college. It was another lifetime ago. And I get, I get the, uh, I, f- I find a lot of people when I ask them what they don't like about Dave Matthews Band, it's usually the fans. Because um, mm. back when they were super popular, uh, you, when you and I were like in high school or, or, or college, like at their real height, was when they had a lot of like dude bros and mm-hmm. you know frat guys and just like wasted fans at their concerts. And so I completely get that. But um, yeah, the all time favorite there. But I listen to a lot of everything, and I don't listen to a lot of as much new stuff as in, as I used to. You know, when you you're different because it's part of your you're like really part of your world, but um, like when I was in college and you would just discover new music all the time because mm-hmm. people are playing stuff in their dorms. Like, you know, the older you get, the harder it is to find new music and things. So I find myself listening to a lot of bands I listened to when I was younger, you know, so like, I, I still love Third Eye Blind, which mm-hmm. is another random one, but I just, I even like the new stuff they put out. And I was in a, a lot of like the pop punk and emo stuff. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, Newfound Glory, Taking Back Sunday, bands like that yeah. I still listen to. But, you know, uh, we went to Grace Potter last week. I love Grace. We did. Which was a blast. Um, you know, but a little bit of everything here and there. And I go through phases, you know, I'll listen to some uh, rap music for like a week straight of old artists I used to listen to. Good for you. And then I'll, it just, whatever mood I'm in, you know? Yeah. But... Uh, so sorry that it wasn't a super cool answer. Some like crazy underground bands, like. Well, you're not you're not that cool though. Like that's the thing. Exactly right. <laughs> but I was hoping to be cooler for your audience. Well, so the funny thing is, is when you started Holy City Center in the early days, you really weren't in the spotlight like no. you are now. Right. Because on my notes I have over here, you are making appearances on Fox 24, Kicking 92.5, 105.5 The Bridge, Mixed 95.9, Low Country Live, Live 5 News, and a weekly TV segment on the ABC News 4. So yeah. everyone knows what you look like now. <laughs> Not quite. Okay. <laughs> Not quite. I always joke, in it, but it's, it's, it's very true that a lot of times when I'm out with friends and we meet someone new... My friends would be the ones who are like, oh, this is Christian. He's he's from Holy City Center. And my mm-hmm. friends like expect the people to be like, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, cool, yeah. But oh, inevitably, every time my friends introduce me that way, the other person's like, oh, good, cool. Like, cool. no idea what the website is <laughs> or anything. Like, oh, never fails. But, um... But yeah, that that's all... Those are all things that I've done, you know, since the, the site started. But yeah, the first few years i just didn't want uh, my name to be associated with it part of it was being like um you know nervous that people would be like this is stupid what is this mm-hmm. you know and uh other was like my job at the time you know this is still when you're like you're like you felt weird about doing websites when you had a real job because they're like you just never know how they're gonna react even though i wasn't doing anything controversial yeah uh so I, that was another reason but then uh the the, the last one was that i kind of wanted to do it and see if anybody I knew followed me mm-hmm. without knowing it was me. And then, because you know how friends are. They're going to tell you that, most friends will tell you that whatever you're doing or working on is great. And they'll, they'll praise it for you because they're your friends. But, but not me, though. Not you. Yeah. You, would, you would definitely tell me if, things, <laughs> if I was doing something wrong. And that's great. That makes you a good friend, kind of. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, it is reciprocated on your end. So, that's very, you know, and that's why we're best friends. Speaking of, I've never this podcast. I don't even know what this is. I never it's listened rubbish, to it. Right? Yeah, it's garbage. <laughs> I just had nothing else to do today. I know. I like for, to partake in charity cases. You know, give back to the community. So I'm yeah. doing your podcast for you. Thank you. The, you know, sad, lonely me really appreciates you taking time out of your Sunday to come here. Yeah. To Man House Studio and drink coffee and talk on this microphone. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, you're in here all alone. You haven't put on clothes. You're wearing pajamas still. So, clearly. I actually did have on pajamas, and these are my Sunday attire. And for people that cannot see me, I'm in gray sweatpants, my slippers, my Fuck Racism t-shirt. Which is a great t-shirt. Thank you. Um, and my boyfriend's flannel t-shirt. So Right, boyfriend I, who I've never met is clearly not in this house, so I'm still not. <laughs> you actually, think he's real? He is real. I, I, this is fine. I was going to tell you this off mic. It doesn't matter. Um, oh, yeah. Okay, let's share all, all our personal yeah. business. <laughs> so, first of all, I hope that thing cleared up for you, the doctor. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, uh, uh, you... I didn't know who you were dating. We talked about it, and you you told me his name, and I was like, "It sounds familiar." And I didn't really know why. I thought maybe you mentioned him previously, and uh, then I saw pictures of yours from like his show or something the other night. And so you know, on Instagram, you like click to get their screen name of people that were tagged or whatever. And I was already following him. Yeah, already following the guy. So Good. I thought you'd find that interesting. That it's just like with Holy See Sinner, I was following him because I already liked him. See, you, know? you didn't even need me. Exactly. Well, but, he uh, really doesn't need me. <laughs> <laughs> so let's stop talking talking about my personal life. Um, I'd rather do that. <laughs> so, Holy City Center is quite the brand. Because it went from a blog, mm-hmm. and now it's evolved to a full-blown brand. What would you tell people that want to start a blog, or really start building a brand? What did you do, or how did you do it? People ask me this question, or, or, or something similar to it, like, how do you grow an audience? And it's... Um, I can tell you the things that I did and how I approached it, but with the caveat that it, it's not going to work for every um, brand that's out there because mm-hmm. uh, every it, it's all very different. You need to know your audience. So like what worked for me might work for, for you mm-hmm. and vice versa because we're doing somewhat similar things. Um, but, you know, well, I'll have people in PR who are working for like restaurants and things. I'm like, what I do might not work for that brand. Yeah. But anyway, so I just, I always try to throw that caveat out there because it's, it is very different and always evolving too, as you are probably well aware with social media algorithms and things like that. And it's a pain. Like you, yeah. the amount of people that follow you aren't seeing your stuff. So, but anyway, what I tried to do, number one, the biggest thing, and this isn't an option for everybody, when I started it, I had a job and I had no intention of trying to make this my job. Mm-hmm. So I never felt pressure to to do anything specific outside of just doing what I felt like doing. Uh, and I feel like when people, because I've seen people try to go all in on, on like websites that are similar to mine where they throw down a ton of money, it seems, at the beginning to get this fancy website and... They, they, they'll throw like launch parties and, and all this other stuff and it just doesn't hit. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I didn't have to do that. And so that also allowed me to do like a slow build. Like there was no pressure to have a certain amount of followers or, or views at a certain time. So I could work out the kinks with a small audience mm-hmm. versus a huge launch. And anytime there's a mistake, a, a bunch of eyes see it. So that was part of it was just no pressure just trying to do my own thing but at the end of the day although you're going to keep your audience in mind like what do they like what do they not like 
because of the nature of my site, which is things going on in Charleston and news here, I just try to post what I'm interested in, what I think is cool, or um, you know what I would want to attend or, or support. And if if I feel that way about something, there's going to be some form of audience that feels the exact same way. Um, you know, so that was the big thing, kind of almost doing it for myself at the beginning uh, versus anything else. And so that way I could. And I think people realize that, too, when I'm talking about a certain restaurant or um, charity or podcast or whatever, they can tell that it's not fake. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not just talking about it to talk about it. Um, they can tell that I'm being genuine. You know, I'm like, oh, I'm back at such and such and I love it here. And you guys got to try this or whatever. I think people realize, like, oh, this is just a guy who really likes the city. And and so that's that's the kind of things that work for what I'm doing. But again, that it's not going to work for everybody. But I think the the biggest thing is just think what you would like, you know, a brand to post about. You know, if it's a restaurant, what do you want to? What would make you follow a restaurant? Because yeah. that's you know what I mean. Or what would make you follow a charity? Um, you know, on social media, try to think of those things and don't worry too too much about what other people think. Um, they'll give you feedback and then you can adjust from there. Yeah. No, that's great advice, and I think one of the big keys here is that people can spot bullshit. Yeah, and when you're faking it, which, absolutely. You know, um, I think when people read your blog, they automatically know that you are extremely genuine. Um, you are a pain in my ass, but <laughs> genuinely you, a pain you are, in my ass. Though. <laughs> you are definitely one of the most genuine people that I've ever met. Well, thank you. I um, try to be. Huh? I try to be like honest and and not BS people and and just try to be nice to people, you know. Treat, yeah. Don't treat people the way you want to be treated. But Charleston makes it pretty easy because everyone's been super supportive of what I'm doing and excited to help out. And uh, and I'm sure you've realized this too. Uh, across industries, people are always willing to like partner up and lend mm-hmm. a helping hand in the city, which is really cool. Yeah. No, I totally agree with that. And. Uh, since Holy City Center does a lot of promoting of local charities and restaurants and music events and things like that, you know, I definitely want to get your opinion on how you think that Charleston music scene is going to look in the future. Well, um, it's, I mean, it's grown a lot since I've been here. Um, I think the biggest thing we've seen over the last couple years is, I mean, it's I'm, I'm saying diversity, but it, it's more um, spotlight on diversity because the music's always been there from you know people of different backgrounds and, 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 and genres and things like that. Uh, but I feel like local media is finally um, shining a spotlight on some of those acts that you may not have seen. So we've seen over the last couple of years um, rap and hip-hop artists and R&B mm-hmm. artists that previously you may not have seen covered in some of the local media um, so it feels like you're like, oh, wow, we're having this boon right now of these amazing artists from this genre or, or, or artists with this type of background. And they've always been there, mm-hmm. you know, and they've always been doing an awesome job, but they've got the spotlight on them. So I'm hoping and also venues around town are doing a good job of hosting events. You know, it used to be if you wanted to go see live music in town, there's nothing inherently wrong with this, of course. It was most likely going to be a young white dude with an acoustic guitar somewhere, which, mm-hmm. of course, is also the easiest thing for bars and restaurants to, to, to let in. Uh, it doesn't take a whole lot to set up for something like that. Um, but we're seeing, like, um, so many different types of artists and things now and venues making events around that, and the events have sold out and done well. So I think it'll continue. Or we're going to see more 
uh, of diversity in the Charleston music scene, which is great. And that might end up shining a spotlight even more on Charleston, which I know people hate to hear because mm-hmm. um, we're already known for all so much. But, you know, the more um, good music that we're putting out there, uh, the more likely that uh, people are going to pay attention. You yeah. know, I think the biggest one uh, and is an artist that I think is awesome, not just musically, but just in activism thing is Benny Starr. Mm-hmm. And he's been around for a while. I've heard his name. But over the last couple of years, he's really just shot up there as far as coverage and, and people knowing his work. And uh, he was just on like CNN a couple of days ago because yeah. he's involved in politics. But part of his um, part of the reason he's on there, like, yeah, he was talking about politics and not his career, but his career gave him that platform. Mm-hmm. So I, I think we might see more artists like that, um, you know, who we might not have really heard too, too much about a few, even just three or four years ago. Yeah, no, I totally agree. And Benjamin Starr is a really great example of yeah. leveraging a platform for the greater good. Yes, And giving exactly. people a voice. And hopefully Charleston will start to evolve and start supporting more artists particularly like um the genres that you mentioned of like hip-hop and rap that have always been here and they just have not gotten the space Mm -hmm. that they really deserve to have yeah you i mean i'm sure you've read the stories and and heard them from people where uh bars and restaurants like just wouldn't hire those Mm -hmm. acts um for whatever biased reasons they had or, or they didn't think they'd bring in people or whatever and they're seeing like places like the Royal American um, and the Commodore who are, are playing all sorts of different music and people are coming and yeah. excited to come and, and want to see all that stuff. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm confident and hopeful that that's the direction it's going. It already it started. I think it'll just continue. Yeah, I totally agree. So you moved to Charleston in 2007. Yeah. Holy shit, you've been here for a long time. Almost 13. It'll be 13 years this summer. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. So what has kept you in Charleston? Um, I mean, I just fell in love with it when I came here. Uh, you know, but it wasn't a guarantee I'd be here for the long term um, after uh, being here for a little bit. But I just it just kept growing on me more and more. I kept discovering new things that I loved. Uh, you know, the weather, although it gets unbearably hot in yeah. the summer. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I love like days like today where it's mid January and I'm wearing a t-shirt, you know, Mm -hmm. you can't really beat that. Uh, so the weather, of course, just the, the proximity of so many cool things. Like I'm close to the beach, but I'm also close to like a a downtown area, Mm -hmm. you know, downtown Charleston doesn't feel like a beach town. You know what I mean? Um, where some cities right in the water can, so you have that, it's got the history, um, obviously the food scene here is amazing and it just keeps growing. And I know a lot of people complain about stop moving here and all that. Um, I I think Charleston, we have a lot of things that need to be fixed and worked on for sure. But I think a lot of the growth that we've seen is, is incredible. Um, Mm -hmm. all sorts of amazing cafes and musicians like we were just talking about. It just seems to get better and better. And, And even though there's a mix of people from, you know, natives to, to people who have moved here. Everybody, for the most part, is is pretty cool. I mean, it's like anywhere else. There's a bunch of jerks as well. <laughs> but, you know, yeah. but we, we both know a lot of awesome people um, that we've met through the work we do. And it's just a, a cool place for people who are creative, too. There's a lot of people doing neat things here. And just like, we just love being here. So if you could change one thing about Charleston, what would it be? Uh, there's a lot right now that, you know... <laughs> What could be fixed? <laughs> I mean a lot that, of things to say to you yeah, people. Yeah, I know. 
Don't, and, and I say that lovingly, like anybody who where you live somewhere, you just want it to be the best. Um, and there's potential of fixing. So I think the biggest issues uh, for Charleston right now, I mean, flooding, of course. Mm. We would like to get that figured out as best we can. Uh, but um, as much as I like some of the growth, I don't necessarily like these places that are popping up. They're like million-dollar condos, um, super expensive apartments, and, and cost of living not just are those happening, but people who have lived downtown are getting pushed out. They can't afford it. You know, whether it's people who've lived here forever, people in food and bev can't afford to live downtown where they need to work. And I think those are the two biggest issues at the moment. Yeah. You know, is, is stop pushing out people. Um, there's got to be a way to grow and not make people have to leave their homes and, and you know, uh, and then and that. But, you know, and there's other little things. But I think those are the two biggest things that uh, the city should be focused on. Yeah. You know, less. I know we got tons of people coming in. Tourist dollars are great, but you know, I'm tired of hearing a new hotels being built. And, and I get it because they're the they're obviously. When's the last time a hotel closed around here? Yeah. So the business is fine, uh, but it, it is frustrating. Um, you know, to to know that some of these areas are, are pushing out people, especially people who, um, you know. D- that have lived here for a long time, mm-hmm. you know, gentrification or whatever it may be. It's, it's just tough to see that. Yeah, no, I agree. So how do you feel about the carriage horses? You know, <laughs> I was talking to somebody yesterday about that and the cruise ships. They were asking me what I felt oh, about yeah. those. And I said, I feel like the, the people who oppose both are very, very vocal minority. But I think the horse carriages have uh, more uh, opposition than uh, anything else. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I know people who work in the carriage industry, and I've talked to them and and heard what they said about it. And then I've heard what people say, too. I really don't know. I've I've Mm -hmm. gone back and forth because part of me is like, these poor animals. But then on the other side, I'm like, well, this is what they – some of these animals are kind of bred to do. Granted, not – not tours around town, yeah. But carrying carriages, but they were meant for like farm work and things for you know generations ago. Uh, and if if it doesn't hurt them, uh, I know, I, and I don't doubt the carriage places take amazing care of these animals. Mm-hmm. I know they love them and care about them. That part I know, and I, I feel like they they would do what's best for them. Um, I mean, I, I I wish I had like a better answer for you, but I legitimately <laughs> can never make a decision on it. Yeah, well, and you know? I, I don't know if the city will ever be able to. Yeah, come to a decision either, and because it's, it's it's not like yeah. you can ask the horses, you know, and be like, "Does this hurt? Do you hate this?" But yeah. I feel like uh, the carriage folks. Um, I know a lot of people are like, well, they of course they're not going to say anything bad. And most of the employees. I didn't oh. Quite catch that. oh wow, Siri! I said, Sorry, and Siri came up. <laughs> um, That's now the second time that I've had Siri really? like interrupt one of my conversations. <laughs> She's still She's trying. still going. Here, let's get her out of the pocket. That'll help. There we go. Is that the only woman that's been in your pocket? Uh, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much. Um, yeah, I know. I, I It's hard. I, I know that the people who work um, in those industries have the, the, the um, best intentions, and I'm sure mm-hmm. they've got, like, the science behind it. Like the, the yeah. Behind, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's, it's a tough thing, and I know a lot of people won't like hearing that, but I, I just can't. I can't decide. And that's fine. You don't have to have an answer, but, you know, being a – because Holy City Center is now a technically a media outlet. 
Right, right, right. And, you know, you are going to be posting stuff that maybe people don't agree with. Oh, yeah, all the time. All the time. Well, the Caritoris, one of the companies is doing like a local ride-free day. Oh. And so I posted about that. You know, they're a local business. They're, they're nice. They've always supported me and, and vice versa. So I post it. And yeah, I, I know as soon as I post it, Pete, there's going to be both sides to that. And then mm-hmm. people will have it out in the comments and I let them do their thing as long as nobody crosses the line. Sometimes, believe it or not, there's actually some decent discussion, which oh, I know good. is rare on the internet. But so I, I like seeing other people's opinions and for something like that, you know, it, it, but that's what makes it hard for me to, to come down on a side because there's good points on both, whereas mm-hmm. there's plenty of other issues where I already have my opinion. And, um, but that's one where I, I try to take my cues from experts on things that, you know, if I don't have a background in it instead of just making a, uh, an opinion on something, but it seems there's, there's people, ex- experts who mm-hmm. think both. So it's tough. So there's like horse carriage experts. Well, so you have like not horse, but like horse experts who will oh, tell yeah. you like D- if um, vets, vets yeah. <laughs> or, or, or or you know people who've done the science behind it, like what what um, pulling carriages does to them mm-hmm. over time or whatever. So you have people like the Animal Society who obviously adore and love everything they do, who are opposed to it, um, and they have their reasons. But then you hear the horse carriage side where they talk about theirs. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do appreciate when people have legitimate reasons to be opposed or for something. Whereas I feel like a lot, of, like with the cruise ship thing, and even with the horse carriage thing, I think the most vocal people are the people who live south abroad, mm-hmm. who just don't really like the fact that a horse carriage is walking down their street, or maybe a horse goes to the bathroom in the street, even though they do a good job cleaning that up. You know, they who who would want that every single day? So I think they're opposed it for those reasons, but they mask it by saying, "Oh, the poor horses," and they don't really believe that. You yeah. Know what I mean? Um, but I do know that people who outside of that area, there are people who really do care and, and, and are afraid that you know the horses are, are not happy or, or mm-hmm. being hurt or whatever. And of course, I would never would want that. But at the yeah. same time, if they're not and they they like doing work, I don't know. I don't know. Again, we I need we need to be able to speak to a horse. Yes, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> and it just seems like none are willing to talk on the record. What? <laughs> So whenever someone wants to submit something for Holy City Center, mm-hmm. how do like you have a submissions? Sort of, yeah. I mean, section? people can just email me. Okay. You know, so if they uh, if they have an event or news or whatever, I just tell them to email me, Christian at HolyCityCenter dot com. And um, if 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 people take the time to send me something, I'll make every effort to share it in some capacity. Mm-hmm. Some stuff, and I'm sure you get some artists maybe that contact you and they're just not good. Or it's not your cup of tea or whatever. Yeah. Um, you know, I still want to try to help that because just because I don't like something doesn't mean someone else won't. Um, and I've had things that have surprised me where I'm like, oh, this event, no one's going to care about this. And it's like the highest viewed post that week. Oh, wow. Um, so I try to share it in some capacity, but I may not be able to do like a full write up. You know, mm-hmm. here's what this business is. It might just be a tweet like, hey, this new place opened. Here's their address. But yeah, if someone's going to take their time, and they're doing something, especially if they're a smaller business, because that reminds me of what I'm doing. Like, I just want people to respect what I'm doing and and uh, give me a chance. And so I try to do something for people who are just like, hey, I'm just trying to get my business's name out there or I'm a new a musician and my first show is coming up. And, you know, just trying to, 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 to share it in some capacity so people can see it, you know? Yeah. So have you ever shared something that you just weren't? crazy about or you knew that you need that you probably needed to share it but you just weren't 
100% on board, maybe, or... Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, there's always events where I'm like, I wouldn't attend this. Not because there's anything bad about it, just it's not my thing. I'm, I don't think I've really posted anything that I'm like... Well, all right. So, uh, like, when it comes to politics, mm. uh, most people who are even remotely political will fall on one side or the other. And so there's going to be times where I'm getting... Uh, an event from a politician that's going on and I don't agree with their views and I'll still share it because mm-hmm. my a part of my audience is going to be people on that side. So stuff like that. But uh, there's never been something that I'm just like adamantly opposed to on a moral level that I've shared. Uh, I've only really turned down one event. There was some I don't even remember what it was, but it was something Confederate something or other mm. was submitted to me. It was like some Confederate pride or i don't even remember i just remember it was focused on the confederacy and i was oh like no, we're not gonna we're not gonna share that one that's the only thing that i've just been like nope not Good doing for you. it <laughs> but otherwise yeah usually people aren't submitting anything offensive yeah. you know um and it, it'll just be like i said just maybe like a ideological ideological mm-hmm. uh difference with a politician or something but i'll still share that hey they're coming to do some i don't know dinner or something yeah know, with with sponsors or whatnot but uh thankfully most of the stuff i get is cool people just just trying to make their way you know yeah yeah good for you yeah i'm so great (laughs) (laughs) and humble and so humble so (laughs) since you are a christian singer writer owner ceo of holy city center it's not officially a business yet oh we gotta make that i know so i usually just say like uh founder creator editor something like that you you gotta get that as an llc i know it's it's on my list of 100 things i need to do but yeah that's the plan well then maybe you should get an assistant i want to but i can't pay anybody what about an unpaid intern so people have suggested that to me and i don't really that'd be so weird i think I don't know why. I'd be like, here, do all this work for me for free. I don't know. I know that's the point. And it's yeah. not free-free. They're getting credit or whatever. Yeah, no, I, I, I've got some meetings with some people. Yeah, I'm trying to trying to, to take that next step with everything. Yeah. Hey, I think, you want to do all the work for me? No. Oh, okay. I barely can do my own work. Is this podcast in it? Well, I mean, the whole Disco TP brand, is that an LLC? No. Well, see, you're telling me to do it, and you're not doing it yourself. Yeah, but I'm really good at giving you advice, but not taking oh, my own so advice. Oh, so am I. I'm great at advice for other people, <laughs> but I can't follow my own advice. I just don't know if I'm ready for an LLC yet. I know. I hear you. I don't know if Disco TP's there. And I also am going back and forth, and I'm, I don't know why I'm even sharing this, about changing the name. Ooh, okay. Um, I always worry that it might be offensive. Okay. Um, But I'm also, I am overthink everything, but... Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I hear you. I do the same thing. Yeah, the, the name is the only thing with the Holy City Center that I'm like, yep, that's the thing. That, I'm like, that's the only thing I'm like, at yeah. this point, I'm like, that's not changing. That's the thing. Everything else is is always, always could be changed at any point in time. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. But I hear you. No, I, I do that. And then I procrastinate with all that kind of stuff where I'm like, anything outside of just uh, making content and, and, and ha- posting fun things, I'm like... I don't really want to do this. It doesn't sound fun to like look into an LLC and sign paperwork and get a lawyer. Ugh. That's what an intern's for then. That's a good point. See? Oh, I'll get one. Okay. So, um, well, we'll come back to how people can submit their mm-hmm. their resumes and how they can follow you because we're going to get to the last question. Uh-oh. So then we can go eat nachos. Yes. Your entrance song 
For life. And I say for life, but honestly, when I've asked other people this, they've told me just their entrance song for today and how they felt. Or um, Ryan Lil has two. Like when he feels sassy. Like maybe a nighttime song and a daytime song. Yeah. Uh Um, So what would be your entrance song? Um, I'm All Out of Love by Air Supply. I was about to say, do not, number one, that, no. And number two, it better not be a Dave Matthews song. No, 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 no. <laughs> I was just like, the, I was trying to think of something funny, and I don't know why that was the first thing that came to my mind. That makes mind. me sad, because you're not all of, all of, I know. I just slurred Spice all that. Spice Up Your Life by the Spice Girls was the other thing that came to my, I don't even Dude. know if that's the name of the song. Spice World. It's Dude. Raining Men. <laughs> okay, all right, all right, sorry. I need you to. Um, uh I, I love that you asked this question. I have listened to your, I was joking before, obviously, and you know, I listened to your um, podcast and uh, I love that question. Um, and I think it'd be interesting. I'm going to go on a quick tangent. Okay. Cause I don't care. It's, it's, it's just your, now. it's just no. your world. I'm here. Uh, no, uh, I, I think it'd be interesting to do like for you to, or to ask someone what they think, which is what the part you do and they answer. But then also, like, ask people that know that person, like, what would you make their entrance song? And then just see what people say. Because it's always funny, like, what people think of themselves and what other people would think. And it could go one of two ways. Like, one, you think you're greater than you are, or the opposite. You're like, oh, I'm going to do this, like, little tiny song and and have their friends, like, say something so cool. Um, Oh, my God. That idea is free. You're welcome. Well, hold on now. I'm going to say... I'm going to pick your entrance song. Okay. All right. So I'll say what I think it is and you can okay. tell Because you already have your entrance song picked out, right? Yeah. I don't want to say a Dave Matthews song. Well, then don't. This is really tough because I don't want to hurt your feelings. See? It's tough. <laughs> I see that you're going to pick something like sad and, and uh, or offensive. No. Uh, well, I'll tell you how I approached it because I knew you were going to ask again you because know, I've heard the other shows. Um it's a tough question because, yeah, like you said, like Ryan, he's got nighttime, daytime, and uh, all that kind of stuff. I think it's fun. But I decided that because of the blog and, and all that kind of stuff, I, I envisioned myself walking into something in Charleston. And I think the closest and most fun song um, is Hallelujah by Panic at the Disco. Okay. Which, if you haven't heard it, it mentions, like, sinners and, you know, there's a lot of that religious, like, imagery with the song just with the website. So... Um, that, that, that's what I was thinking for, for, for me, for my entrance. I like it. So I kind of cheated cause I made it more about the blog than myself, but the blog is a big part of my life, obviously. Yeah. So there you go. So it's like, this is Holy City Center's entrance song. Mm-hmm. And then Christian yeah. Sanger can have a song. See, which I didn't think about. Um, which it just came to me that your entrance song, the one I've picked for you oh boy. is the theme song to the Golden Girls. <laughs> Thank you for being a friend. <laughs> Uh, I'll take it. I'll take it. Every time I think of you, I'm like, he's such a nice friend. No. This is probably the nicest I've ever been to you, too. I know. It's very strange. I know. It makes me uncomfortable. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, you pick one for me. Oh, God. Um. And keep in mind that my mom and my dad probably listen to this. Oh, well, that just. Even though I talked about smoking weed earlier. Yeah. All right. Well, that takes care (laughs) of most of the inappropriate songs I was thinking of. Uh, well, you're. You're from the hood of South Carolina, basically. So, where the hood at? By DMX first came oh, to mind. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm from Walterboro. <laughs> Walterboro, so. I mean, come on. Uh, I'm just kidding. That's like the Boondocks. 
I don't, really know, I don't know anything about Walter, but I would be honest with you. I know you're talking, just talking out of your ass. But. Yeah, I just wanted to make fun of you. But as soon as you said DMX, I'm like, oh, do you remember Flesh of My Flesh? Of course. Blood of My Blood. That yeah. was a fucking awesome DMX album. The Those first, what, two albums, that was the second, right? Yeah. Uh, were, were awesome. Um, he got, gets in a lot of trouble in South Carolina. Do you know that? He's yeah. been arrested here like five times. Well, you know he was at Recovery Room really? last month. Oh, really? Just shooting pool. <laughs> And I didn't even recognize him at first. He's oh, like you were gray there. Hair. Oh, I wasn't there. I was, uh, obviously, I'm like stalking everyone's oh, pictures. Instagram. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's getting up there now, but um, that's wild. I didn't know that. I knew Serena Williams was at Rec Room like six months ago. You were lying. No, uh, she was there playing pool as well. Um, and she just randomly played like two people who were just there, like her and her, I'm guessing her boyfriend or whoever she was with. Mm-hmm. Um, she just like randomly played pool with a couple people who were in Rec Room. Can you believe it? I think uh, Post and Courier posted about it. I completely but, missed that. Yeah, it happens. Oh, Just weird things. She's such a goddess. She is. And I'm procrastinating and answering because I have no idea what I'd pick for you. That's fine. You don't have to pick one. Pick We're just not that close of friends, I guess. No, not really. <laughs> I was trying to think of something with sweaty knees in the title because it's like your thing. <laughs> yeah. Do you regret inviting me on yet? No. I knew this would be a good one. See, so Maggie gets sweaty knees for some reason. When, what is it, when you're nervous? When I get really nervous <laughs> or when I, this was like back in the day, when I, oh, fuck, I was, I met Will Hogue. That's exactly, I was with, the picture behind oh, yeah. you. That's what it reminded me of. I was it. with Tyler Boone <laughs> at the Charleston Poorhouse and we met Will Hogue. Well, he already knew Will. Um, and I just have had the, the biggest crush on Will Hogue since the day I heard his album when I was in college. Um, Wait, you had a crush on before we even knew what he looked like, or you knew what he looked like too? I didn't even know what he looked like. I crush. knew he was going to be good looking just by the way his voice sure, sounded. Sure. That's interesting. I was just curious. Uh, well, I'm attracted to voices, obviously. Musicians. Voices? And musicians, right? Well, my boyfriend is the only musician I've ever dated. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, Will Ho being a musician, you didn't date him. I. All right, fine. Um, Ugh, typical. I know, right? Women. But musicians. Yeah, I told, no. I told Will that I had sweaty knees. <laughs> I also have been drinking a lot of bourbon, which is no different than any other day. But, yeah, I was like, hi, Mr. Hogue. Um, I'm sorry. My knees are a little sweaty. I'm so happy to meet you. And he, I thought he was going to lose his shit laughing at me (laughs) at the expense of my stupidity. It's not just, it's the back of your knees, right? No, it's the front. Oh, front of your knees. It's not my, so normally you would make, like, your elbow pit, your knee pit. Like, that makes sense for it to be sweaty because it's two pieces of skin together, but it's the front of the knee. Like, the kneecap, I'll have... I don't even know why I'm going into great detail for the people who I love it. This. No, it's why... Yeah, no. It's just a weird um, body flaw that I have where... But, you know, that's not that bad of a flaw. It's better than, like, sweating profusely through your armpits, so it's, like, through your shirt or, like... Yeah. That's not really visible. Your knees being sweaty is not really visible. You can see the line of, I like, mean, sweat down the front of my shin. But most people probably aren't just, like, looking at your knees. I mean, I'm sure your knees are lovely and <laughs> all that, but, you know, people generally aren't just, like, staring at other people's knees. You so. know what? Maybe my entrance song should be Cakes, Cakes, song, Short Skirt, and a Long Jacket. There you go. Ooh, that's a good one. I also like their um, sheep. What is it? Sheep go to heaven, goats go to hell. Oh yeah, I forgot about right? that song. <laughs> they had that one like super popular one that everybody knows. Um, the before. distance. The distance, yeah. And then short skirt, long jacket was super popular. But I forgot about the sheep and goat song. If nice. no one has heard that, that is a really, yes. really clutch cake song oh from back God. in the day. And it was on the distance album. I think it was like 
the track like right after the yeah, distance yeah, or yeah. something. Jeeps go to heaven. Um, I'm like, I'm, I'm oh like, I can God. look it up real quick. But yeah, I mean, it's a great song. Makes no damn sense, but yeah. That's Ever- the best part of it. Everyone needs to go listen to it. Okay, well, that was our tangent. Yeah, and I still haven't picked a song for you, but I'll think of one. All right. Maybe over nachos. Mm. Is there a nachos song? A song about nachos? Because I do love some nachos. See, this is tough to pick for you, too. Tougher than other friends because music's, like, your thing. So, like, it makes it even more difficult for me because I feel like... I mean, I'm not going to judge you if you pick wrong. You judge me all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, what do you mean pick wrong? It's my opinion. (laughs) Oh, gosh. So, Christian Singer. Yes. People want to submit resumes, events. (laughs) They want to talk to you. How can they get in touch with you? How do they like, follow, and support you? Uh, just to get in touch about events or other things, uh, just email me at christian at holycitycenter.com uh, for following uh, the website, obviously, holycitycenter.com. And then social media, Instagram and Facebook are really all I'm on, at holycitycenter. Uh, so go follow me, like some posts, share some posts, get that algorithm working in my favor so more people see good stuff. And mm-hmm. then... Um, yeah, that, that's the best way to get in touch and just keep, keep going to the website, clicking around a little bit. Yeah. Stay long. <laughs> stay for a long time. Give yeah. me all those metrics I need. Let's get that bounce rate down. <laughs> so, I don't want to talk uh, about business stuff. Ugh. You what? Bounce rate. See, this is the stuff that makes me tired. <laughs> oh, and that's what I do for a living. So I'm just like, you know. Oh, that's, yeah. Oh, so you do it for a living. Yeah. I oh, do have a day see, job. I mean, I knew you went somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I know if you were like working, working. Aimlessly driving around town. This is what I do. So do you have any events coming up that you want to promote? Anything Uh, that you're doing in the next couple months? I don't think I'm personally doing anything that I can think of off the top of my head right now. Um, But I've got friends who are doing all sorts of great things. Um, I have a friend who is doing the fifth or sixth annual Charleston Coffee Festival. Mm. I used to be called Charleston Coffee Cup. Uh, my friend Lori uh, just just created this event from scratch just because she wanted to, basically. And it's, it's you know, become super popular. But that's uh, in February, um, and it's going to be held at Lo-Fi Brewing this year. Uh, if you like coffee, I mean, this is the only coffee event in town. Yeah. So, yeah, that one's coming up that I want to plug. Um I don't know when this will be posted, but you've got something going on on Wednesday. I do. Which, yeah. Which uh, should be fun. And I want to, um, uh, I plan on being there because, uh, oh God. Wednesday night to happen at night. Yeah. Matt McGrew's album listening party for the Mourner's Manual. Um, at, uh, Door Brothers, right? Yes. Yeah. So that will be my first, um, event that I will be in seeing. Yes. So I already have sweaty knees thinking <laughs> yep. about it. Yep. Um, which shit? I guess I should have asked you some pointers about emceeing events. I should. right. Adivan. I, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. <laughs> you, you take some Adivan before you do it. <laughs> Meditate. Whatever you gotta do. Uh, now, nah, I mean, just you know, go up there, be yourself, have fun. Yeah, but normal. But you, you don't even like me, so mm-hmm. how can I be myself? I don't feel like the rest of the people will like me. No, and I mean they won't. But they're not really there for you. So you just, you know, they're they're there for the artist, <laughs> uh, that the talented person. That's right. It's not about me. No. So you just gotta make sure you don't <laughs> screw it up for them. Yeah, that's very true. No one's gonna remember. Like I don't know. Someone introduced him. Who cares? The musician was great, which he will be. But um, no, just have fun with it. It'll be good. You'll be fine. 
Uh, you do this podcast. You know how to speak words pretty well. Uh, sentences sometimes. and such. Most of the time. Yeah. Don't drink too much beforehand. Just one drink. Okay, That's the good, rule. Good. Just one drink so you're nice and like loose as a goose. Yeah, right. Just get yourself a little loose and calm and you'll be fine. But people should go to that. Um, yes. It'll be a lot of fun. I haven't been to Door Brothers yet, but a, another friend, mutual friend of ours, Megan, works there, a uh, bartender. She's amazing. Um, so I'm sure she'll be there since she's there all the time. Hell yeah. Yeah, she's making signature cocktails for the event. Perfect. So I can't wait to meet her. Um, yeah, it'll be good. Yeah. Um, food, well, Wine and Food Festival is coming up, which I know is a huge event and everybody knows about it. But I will be um, you know, part of like the... Um, they call it street team for a while. It's like social media influencer, mm-hmm. you know, whatever that you want to call it. Just like there's a group of us. Of, and then honestly, the group's awesome. There's some incredible people. Our friend Jai. Uh. Um, some other bloggers. Um, oh, you know them too. Um, um, you sure. probably know all of them. But yeah, I was like Michael and Ian. I love that for you. Yeah, Go follow them. They'll be doing that. Um, just like awesome, cool people who will be taking photos uh, at events, uh, posting on Twitter, and well, all that good stuff. And they're just, um, you know, just really creative, cool people doing fun things. So look out for for those folks, even if you yourself aren't attending any of the wine and food. But I think that's it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you have any parting words, last words before we go leave and eat nachos? You're welcome. This will be your highest rated interview. <laughs> <laughs> No, no parting words. Thank you so much for having me on. It was it was a lot of fun. I've been looking forward to doing it. And uh, keep doing your thing with Disco TP. I love that you've got the podcast now. And just keep just keep building it. Keep man. keeping on. Keep keep on. And uh, I wonder if you're going to be uh, one of my competition for City Paper, or like best blog or something this year. Ah, uh, I really doubt it. No. Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, you've won it for. How well, many years now? Six. Oh, only six. Only six. But I meant you could be one of the nominees, and so we're gonna. That be, would be pretty dope. We're gonna be splitting the friend vote on that. Yeah, I probably still vote for you though. And I would vote for me too. But <laughs> <laughs> um, have you been nominated before? I feel like you have. No, no. We, you don't push it though. That's the thing. Like, yeah, I, I'm just not. It makes me uncomfortable. I'm just like yeah, either you it. like it. Or you don't. I'm kind of one of those people. I'm very like black and white in that where it's like, hey, like me, support me, and if you don't, that's fine too. I get that. I do get that. But sometimes you gotta uh, just remind, like, remind's not the right word, but like you know, people will be like, oh, city paper stuff's going on. They don't think like, oh, I should go put in my friend Maggie until I see something. You know, like, oh yeah, they get they need like a little reminder. If they don't want to do it, they're not going to do it. So I I think you need to need to promote yourself a little more. I know. I'm really bad at that. Yeah. I mean. Maybe next year. I feel like I need to get a little bit more um, robust content um, for the blog. But well, I'm you just... know, you're in the right path. Podcasts. Um, no one's doing like, you know, like a local music. I mean, I know I'm not a musician, obviously, but um, majority of the people you're going to have on are going to be musicians. No one's really doing that, so it's a good platform for them. Well, you know, um, Nine to Five Magazine has uh, one with Ohm Radio. Um, is it do... a podcast or is it just the, um, I'm not just, but is it on the air? Yeah. Only? So it is on the air. It's kind of like an interview yeah. piece. Um, and they save it as a podcast. So it's, okay, I mean, gotcha, it's a podcast. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, I, well, one of the reasons that I really started this podcast was to talk to musicians, obviously, but to talk to people that aren't sure musicians or in the music industry, yeah. but Music is a part of their life and right. has had an influence in their life in some way. Or 
um, part of their livelihood in some way. Like when yeah. I talked to Brooke Ryan, you know, right. she isn't a musician, but music is her life. And right. um, so, yeah, just trying to get the perspective of some yeah. other people outside Everybody of listens to music. Everybody likes music. There's no one that's like, I just don't, it's not for me. Music, no. <laughs> you know, there's no one like that. I know. I've never met someone that's like, no. you know what? I just don't listen to music. I'd yeah. be like, what do you do with your time? There's obviously people who are way more into it than others. Some people might only listen in their car or whatever. But like with, with the way the internet is and, and all those different streaming services, like everybody's listening to music. So the, the, your audience is literally everyone. That's true. Whereas mine is very, very segmented to people who live in or like Charleston. <laughs> well, and you never plan on leaving, so you're no, here. True. You are here forever. Here forever. Cool. Well, I'm tired of talking about you. Why? Can we... <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I'm not at all. Let's give you another excuse just to talk about yourself. No, I, I, I mean, I tried to, to bring up embarrassing stories about you, too, you know. Nobody wants, nobody wants to talk about me. Let's see, what like... else have you done? <laughs> Um, I'm sure I can think of more. Okay. Well, on that note, um, <laughs> Christian, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for being my friend. Thank you for being a friend. See, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's why that yeah. song is so good for you. I know. I was trying to think of a, something similar to it about friendship, and I just, I'm panicking in the moment for you, but my choice would be something similar. And I will definitely text you or tell you while we're eating nachos what it is. Oh, all right. Excellent. Okay. Well, that's it. Okay. Bye.